was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the official video game podcast that's not brought to you by near topless people on Twitch screaming for subscriptions and donations on their channels. You know who you are. There is no Fuzzy Dan on this week's episode as he's heard we're talking about a popular anime video game and he yeeted out of here quicker than Vegeta throwing Nappa into the sky before exploding him. I also get that joke. I'm your host with a power level of 9.6 duty and with me on episode on the first episode of 2020 is a man who pulls off the brooding look and is probably the same size as Vegeta. It's my boy Ian the Huge Footlong Johnson. Is Vegeta not tall? No. Thank God. <laughs> See, not all heroes are six foot tall. Or but wear they capes. all do wear capes. <laughs> but uh, we're also kicking off 2020 with a special guest. This man is the Raditz to my Goku, the Gohan to my Goten, and the Dirty Magazine to my Master Roshi. It's my brother Ryan. <laughs> Hi everybody, how we doing? How are you? First, first time really on a on the podcast besides the the special that Ian organised for my bucks. Yeah, that's right. Look, I'm a oh, yeah. long time. Close listener. to your mouth, like an ice 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 cream, like an ice cream. Look, long time listener, first time uh, caller or interviewer, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. I'm happy to be here, and thanks heaps for having me. I'm super excited to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Happy to boobs here. I uh, be here. Be here. Oh, be here. No. <laughs> <laughs> first first episode of 2020. Of course, we stopped in 2019 for a bit of a break. What have you guys been playing over the the sort of the holiday? period over the holiday period i decided to you know invest and put the stint in and just got through the guts of death stranding um a walking postman simulator <laughs> set in the hideo kojima far flung world of in a universe far far away you know more twisted sense of what the hell um <laughs> look it's 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 a brilliant game it's a big parody of social media and the impact it, pl- it plays Close it right now. sorry <laughs> i'll try and deep throw the cream. microphone <laughs> um, but no it's it, it's a big parody of social media and how that's becoming a currency yeah. of a sense Oh really? Um, no, hundred percent. It, it's it's a very innovative game. It is not for everyone. So is currency in the game, social no. like likes and like retweets. Likes. Yeah. It's likes. So the more what likes the you f- have, the stronger your upgrade abilities are, um, and the more connections you make. Now the entire oh, so game. It's just like real life. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, As an influencer, I can. <laughs> look, the entire That's game a topless itself, Twitch streamer. <laughs> the entire game itself is actually online. You will never see another player. You will see evidence of other players, and then you have to make connections with other players. So, right. you might be trying to traverse a particular area, and you can't get around. But someone else has left the ladder. So the second you use their stuff, you instantly give them a like and vice versa. And that's how you build a bond with another player. I have seen, I haven't played the game, but I have seen gameplay of someone who just made a massive ladder going up a cliff face to the very top where there's nothing there. (laughs) I've seen that a couple times. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, just been, just been playing uh, Death Stranding. Stranding, um, Look, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, just as a, to break it up, get in there and just kill some people, which is always fun. Yeah. And we played a, a recent bout of Formula One. Which yes, was good we did. Fun. We did. Um, I don't think we actually completed a race properly, but if no, if, it always ended in, in someone going, "Oh shit, my brakes are then crashing out." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! It'd just be like Tore me going around a corner, and Ryan going, "Damn, you're fast at this," and then she, "No, bang!" You just hear the you hear the bang you hear the bang from the other side of the track, and it just comes up on the screen that you know Ryan has crashed or has retired from the session. It's like yellow flag to go past Ryan's car real slow, just walking out of the car. It's a fun game. Walk of shame. Yeah. Walk of shame. I haven't played like. What, what's the not the arcade racing style the what's that simulation, simulation yeah. Sim style racing. racing game in so long because I don't know if you guys know this about me 
I get a little angry <laughs> when I play video games. Yes. A little. Yes. Yeah, Pun a intended? A, yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but those simulation ones are hard. If you've never played one before, it's not exactly a pick-up-and-play kind of game. That is that is the unfortunate... Like, I've been playing a fair bit of Formula 1 throughout last year, and I put this, the difficulties on simulation to Ryan, who's played a couple of laps here and there, he kept that for a little while, but then he realised like you have to actively break and sort of think of where the corners are and shit. Uh, yeah. So if you put it on, if you put it on easy mode, it's just it's Mario Kart. You can ram into each other and not so take any damage. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> I'll buy you a copy of Formula One if you like. Play with us. <laughs> yeah, let's, 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 let's do a three-way race. Let's get Ian involved. Let's go. It'll be pretty I still bad. I don't know you. how quick a mini is in compared to a Formula One car. You'd be driving a Formula One. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think my Formula One car's like hot pink and lime green. Ooh, just so you can see me coming around a corner. I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. Ian, have you been playing anything? I don't know if you know this, Judy. Yes. There's bushfires happening in Australia. There is. You mightn't be able to tell because it pissed down today in Melbourne. It's dirty rain in it's Melbourne as well. Dirty. Like the, the ground is all mud. Dirty, it's weird. dirty. It's, it's, filthy. it's like yeah. red. Pure it's, filth and um, trash. Disgusting. But trash rain. We have had bushfires, and our uh, prime minister isn't exactly liked. Today, you sent a link. I did send a link <laughs> for a little internet game called Scomo Simulator. If you want to check it out, it's scomosimulator.com. <laughs> And, uh, S-C-O-M-O Simulator S-C-O-M-O Simulator Yep yeah. um, Basically It's kind of like Snake, yeah? It is You like run around Australia With the head of ScoMo um, Trying to put out fires <laughs> And uh, sometimes <laughs> you have to try And forcibly handshake somebody And you have to avoid Tony Abbott On uh, a fire truck <laughs> That's right That is it's amazing pretty, Surprisingly it's it works quite well On phones as well and yeah, It's, uh, it's one of those um, really well Web app phones. sort of uh, so it's flash been translated to it's work been for a very phone. Well, I am yeah. very happy. So just drag your finger. I don't want to brag, but I got a U quotation win, uh, 166% approval rating, uh, which means the man upstairs answered. He motivated Australians to fix the problem for you. <laughs> I got two percent because I saw Tony Abbott as a fire truck and started laughing and hit me. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, in light of those results, does that mean Ian's our next prime minister? I'm I mean, I mean, mean you couldn't do any worse. I mean, I'd register to vote for you. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Somebody has to. Yeah. If I'd just vote anyway because it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> imagine Somebody this, has to imagine vote, the scandals. Yeah. They fell. On me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was at that point I realised that my pants had fallen down. <laughs> I love... Well, the Prime Minister written. that the kids can look up to. And the parents look down on. <laughs> There's the campaign That's right there. That's campaign. I like it. As we're at Parliament in Victoria. Yes, as we can see the... Staring at it right now. Yeah, the building that's being built. its supposed glory. Yes. But, but uh, yes, a good fun game. I yes. recommend check it out if you just want to waste about three minutes of your life like I did. It's a really good shooter game. Yeah. It's like the Nintendo Switch sometimes. Like, it's good to take on the bog. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes you've just got to put out the fires Time and killer. be the Prime Minister. Yeah. Time killer. Yeah. But we've got some news. I uh, have handed it off to Mr. Johnson to read out today. You have. I have. It won't go well, but I can try. Yes. Um, Unlocks his phone. <laughs> Look, you sent it in Messenger, and, and I have to and we have been talking throughout the, the day. messages to get there. But I got it. All right. All right. You ready? Here we go. All right. In in duties. Fuzzy's words. <laughs> Fuzzy's words. Oh yes. God, I'm getting secondhand news. <laughs> God. Delays, delays, delays. Cyberpunk 2017, 2017, 2077 is being delayed to September 17th, and then you've also got The Last of Us Part Two, which has been delayed. To May the 29th. That doesn't bother me. No. Final Fantasy VII, delayed till April 10th. Yeah. 
which is only coming out on PlayStation first for the year, and then it comes to the next, it comes to Xbox a year later. So like how they did it with Tomb Raider a couple of years ago. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Avengers, I know you're looking forward to that one. Yes. That's been delayed till September 4th. I'm bummed about that one, but it's still coming out. Um, I think you might be one of the only people bummed about that because not many people are that keen. Do you see the gameplay for it? It looks great. No, I really want to give Avengers a crack. I think that looks like it could be. They got fun. they got the combat director from the most recent God of War for it. Yeah, oh, for one character. Yeah, for one character in it. it yeah, but like it's the shit. best character. It looks like shit. <laughs> um, Skull and Bones. Yep. Supposed to be March, but there's now no news. Skull and Bones is the Pirates. Pirate one, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's Assassin's Creed uh, Black, Black Flag, Flag, but it's without getting off the boat and running around. It's Sea of Thieves and, so and shit. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Why would no, getting but off the, the boat was... So it's a shit ship sim. Yeah. Hey, the triple S. Here we go. <laughs> Just it like Devil May Cry. It is, oh. <laughs> wow. It is more of a sim, though, this one, isn't it? Then It's um, a little bit more... I, uh, from what I've seen, it's a little bit more like arcade-like. There'll be like a a treasure trove or like team deathmatch and shit like that. It's like you can go in a sloop, which of course is like the smallest, yeah, the shittest ship, but it's incredibly quick and it's really nimble. So you can move out of the way when people are trying to shoot you, but you're really fragile. Or you can go on like a fucking brigade ship and you're really slow, but you deal a buttload of damage. Man of War and just fuck face everything left, right and center. Eh? Get a Man of War. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, the big like triple decker yep. cannon uh, ships. Yeah. Man of War. Pirates of the Caribbean style. But nothing can match the interceptor for speed. No, Unless real you're ship. Talking about the Black Pearl. <laughs> no, real ship. <laughs> the hell yes, itself. The Black Pearl. Spat it back out. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Um, Dying Light Two has also been delayed, but this one hasn't got a date at all. This one is just. Um, we might put it out. Maybe everyone's a little bit worried that this could be. On a side note, I am stupidly worried about that. I had a, um, a person leave my department, and they'd been there for a good couple years, and they were Dying Light hardcore fans. So yes. I pre-ordered them Dying Light 2 as a going-away oh, present, no. so I might look like a mega dickhead. Yeah, you might. Now, you know what you could do is you could get them Dead Island 2 as a, as a sorry, because that's been an episode. I'd have to apologise for that then as well. Dead Island 2. Does. Yeah, what happened to that? It got announced. It was supposed to be in Hollywood. <laughs> they spent like a million dollars to actually like make it in Hollywood or, or something like that because it's got the Hollywood sign. Yeah. And it just the only thing we got was the the trailer of the guy going for a run and the zombies are chasing him and stuff. Yeah, that was a long That's time the ago. Budget. 2016, That's I think it was. Budget. Yeah. The budget. Budget. Spent a million gone. dollars in a trailer. Totally <laughs> worth but it. But we we played Dying Light when uh, when that first came out. And that was a load of fun playing that in co-op. Yeah, it was good fun. I never finished the campaign. I finished it only because of Zach, because he made me do it. Oh, but yeah. then the last mission for the, the campaign, you have to do solo. And I'm like, solo, nighttime, creepers, big broody things. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> but the, the free running is so smooth. Oh. Especially like if you, when you're doing... At the time, I don't know what it's like now. I haven't fucking touched it in three years. But when, you, when you're playing co-op and stuff like that, and you know I make the jump, but you know you jump a second too late or a second too early, whatever it is, and you've crashed onto the ground. It's like, crap, I can't oh, run back yeah. to the base. I have to run back and help Ian get out of there and then run back to the base. Like I like that sort of... Mechanic to thing. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. gorilla I mean, mechanic. Yeah, it, it was a, it was an interesting idea. Essentially, they just went, let's pre-run zombies, and it worked. Yeah, it's Mirror's Edge with zombies. Yeah, exactly. Well, Cyberpunk's gotten delayed. Witcher Three got delayed as well when that first came out a couple of years back. Didn't it? How, can you recall how long that delay was for? It was a couple of months. That delay was huge. It got very much the same as what Cyberpunk's doing in the moment, where it got delayed by years, mm. and then it got smaller and smaller delays towards the end. Until they're, they're just not a company that goes and puts out a thing that they're not ready f- with, which what, is good. 
I'd rather wait an extra... How long are we waiting? Four months or something? Five, six, something like that, yeah. yeah but would it be better for them to essentially, when September comes around, um, for them to just go, well, look, sorry, we're not going to release it in September. We're going to release it in December or November with the new consoles launching. So then it's a launch title for the new consoles. That's what a lot of people are saying they should do. But they, like you said, yeah. in your interview with them, yes, that Dumb they had light. no plans for the next gen. Yeah. So, so unless that's, unless that's what's changed it now. Maybe yeah. that's what's changed it. Maybe they went, well, shit, now it's been announced. And yeah. it does look like the new Xbox console is pretty polished in terms of what's being put out, the dev kit. Uh, I'm really excited for that. So that's going to be day one pickup for me. Maybe they're worried that it could be sooner than they think, and they go, oh, shit. Yeah. Pedal backwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what's interesting and what we know about our CD Projekt Red is that they always deliver a quality title. Oh, yeah. So always the fact good. that they're taking yeah. their time and saying, no, we're not going to release this until we're ready, I'm okay with that. You yeah, don't want an Activision or, an, or sort of an EA sort of thing where it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's done. It's not properly done. Like, we all remember Anthem, right? Yeah. That came out on release and that was a grand old flag. Yeah, that was a bag of shit. Yeah, it's $5 now. At JB High, brand new. Four, I think I've seen. They it should in just some give series. them out for free, like fucking put them in with your <laughs> now, with your monthly newsletter. This, this happened over the this happened over the break. My original Xbox, uh, my day one edition Xbox, it wasn't reading discs properly. So I went, okay, cool. Well, I'll I'll need to go get a new console because we get sometimes physical media for reviews, right, and yeah. if it doesn't read the discs, I'm screwed. So I went out and got myself an Xbox One X because why the fuck not? And you should have an NBN written that off. Uh-huh. Yeah, should have. And um, and they went, oh, you know, what game would you like with your console? Because there's a couple of games to choose from. They went, oh, I'll take Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I give my fine working original Xbox console, just digital games work on it as best. And I sort of gave that to a mate. They said, oh, would you like a copy of Anthem as well? They went, <laughs> oh, bag it. Really? <laughs> 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 so you took it? No. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, yeah, I can't believe you didn't take a free game. Why would I take a copy of Anthem? You could throw it at things. Imagine how fun that would be to throw. Just spin it like a frisbee. I don't even think a dog would pick it up. We've seen Reggie try to eat chips that he doesn't like. What's he going to do with Anthem? <laughs> Yucky. Oh, that game. Yeah, no, I'm pretty keen on um, what Cyberpunk's going to look like. Yeah. It's all based in one city as well. So I think the detail, like, like you were saying, Ryan, is that... They don't put out a game that's half ready. I think you're going to be able to go into every single nook and cranny of this city because it's one city, so you have to be, I think. I think you have to be able to go into every single building, every yeah. single room, every square inch, and it's going to be layered. There's, We've seen there's underground areas and there's supposedly in the air areas, so we'll see what happens. Be able to fly. Possibly. Jetpacks. <laughs> well, considering we're in a city that's, you know, far, far advanced into the future, there could be um, skyscraper living platforms in yeah. which you could traverse. <gasps> Bioshock so. Infinite. <laughs> Floating cities. Could be. Imagine if they were linked. So. Imagine if they were linked. Oh, that would be pretty rad. That would be pretty sick. Next news? Yes. All right. For the second year in a row, Sony will not be attending E3. As we know from last year... 2019, yeah. they do their own version of E3 for themselves because um, Sony. <laughs> I so I can understand yeah. maybe skipping one year. It's like, well, look, we absolutely have nothing to show you. Like, I understand skipping a year when there's nothing to show or, or like there's no point having a conference. But to me, this seems like a fuck you guys. I'm going to have my own party where like everyone else is turning up. 
Yeah. It's like, hey, we're having New Year's at, at, at the McLaughlin's place. You want to come? No, I'm going to sit in my shed and have my own party. And I'll tell you when it is. Yeah. It's like, no, just rock up where everyone else is going. Yeah, yes. Sony, come to the party. Don't be shit. Get on board. Join the rest of the gaming community. They seem to be doing this a fair bit. I don't know why. Because they, with the uh, cross-gen playing yeah, games it, as well, they were the last one that's held back on that. Finally, they gave in. Yeah. But I, I don't understand their thinking. Maybe they just went, well, we're industry leaders of video games, so we can. If they keep make acting like this, it, it might piss people off just going, you're not coming to shit. Like, I'm going to look at going to someone who is actually talking to its community more than you guys are. Well, it'll be interesting because this current generation, PlayStation, outsold the Xbox. Yeah. Um, Xbox had a poor marketing campaign. Was a lot better well. and, um, or was initially. And yeah. Xbox had to play catch up. And they had the And the next gen, it's looking like. Um, It'll be Xbox that'll be the leading console. Yeah. That's just by specs alone, though. If that's the case, though, is Sony going to have to start turning up to things and making a better name for themselves to try and sell things? Yeah. Otherwise interesting they'll... to see how it goes with the the console on the other foot. They'll be like, they'll be like BMWs. No, I don't want to go to this. I'll just have my own event. <laughs> no, go to the car show, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did they do it last year? Do you remember what month around it was? I don't remember exactly when it was. For what? I'm not the, which one? Yeah. Are we talking about BMW or are we uh, talking about Sony? <laughs> Sony? Okay. Um, that escapes me. Yeah, I can't 20, 2018 was their last E3. But, like, remember when they did the God of War reveal and they, like, Kratos walks out of the hut? The crowd went fucking apeshit. Yeah. I'm like, you want that stuff for your games. Like, if you're not going to do that. Like, yeah, exactly. Piss people? Like, no one. Uh, I'm just going to repeat myself. That's fine. <laughs> Why not? All right, last piece of news. Yes. I think it's the last piece of news. Yes. Next-gen consoles. Yes. So we had the confirmation of the Xbox Series X, which apparently Fuzzy is now going to be referring to it as the dollar sign Xbox, so sex box. Yeah. Um, and the presentation of the PS5 logo. Which is... Which is the PS4 Which is logo, PS4 with, with a, a 5. 5. Basically. Which... Has, and if our <laughs> listeners listen to the Shaking on Nerd one, yeah. I made the incredibly uh. hilarious joke, as always... I'm a, I'm a funny guy <laughs> that it looks like PSS, essentially being piss. Yeah, it does. So, I I mean, it's a terrible idea. What's it just looks cheap and nasty just using the same No logo. innovation or creative marketing going into work with this new no. console at all. Yeah, it seems like right they just went, it. well, pff, we've last two consoles have sold pretty well in comparison. Like, I, so I, I understand that... We can just put our recliner back. <laughs> I understand this is going to be PS5, yeah? Yes. Yeah, 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 sorry. Like, the remember the original PlayStation Lego? It was like the P and then the S was like the shadow under it? Yeah. Why yeah. not, like, try and do that and then have, like, a third one down that's like five? So you've got P as, like, standing upright, S, which is, like, horizontal, and then five, which is underneath it. That would like, have a required some sort of creativity. that means you belong in marketing and you didn't fire the last person who was there, like, <laughs> ten years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that's what's happened. They've got marketing. Who needs that? We'll just change the number. Yeah. Ah, saving us a ton of money. Yeah. Well, uh, of course. I do love all the memes that have come out of it as well. Yeah. Just like a little video of someone deleting the four and typing a five. <laughs> there is, of course, yeah, the new Xbox that was announced at the uh, the Game Awards last year. Yeah. A lot of people are comparing it to a fridge. Um, it can be stood upright or it can can be put horizontal if you want to put it horizontal as well. Uh, and fuzz- it's definitely designed for vertical. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be sacking it vertical, but. Um, 
they said as well that, uh, of course, it's called the Series X. Fuzzy was like, oh, well, why not just think of something else? And Phil uh, Spencer from Xbox just came around and was like, it's called the Series X, but we're just going to refer to it as Xbox. Like, it's not going to be like how you got Xbox One written on the on the casings or anything like yeah. that. It's just going to say Xbox. I'm like, that's fine. Which I'm, makes I'm, sense. I'm fine with that. It just I'll means that every generation of console yeah. is still an Xbox. Yeah. And it's just... Which is is at the moment where it's just a fucking name attributed to that yeah to that generation of console. I would have gone for something edgy. I mean, I like the way this thing stands up. It looks chunky. It looks daunting, and I want it standing up because it's a centerpiece of my you know, my gaming architecture. Yeah. yeah. But I would have called it something a bit more beastly, like Xbox Monolith. Wow. Marketing. <laughs> Phil Spencer, get on board. Monolith. Oh, we know he listens. And then collaboration with Monolith Studios that closed Look, down. And then do a fee reboot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably why they got closed down. Microsoft bought them and they haven't told anyone. Yeah, just uh-huh. like, oh, by the way. It's uh the new Xbox as well has got a new controller. Apparently the uh the buttons are slightly a bit more together so it's easy to press buttons uh, and now uh, in the middle of the actual uh, controller itself there's still the guide button but sort of in the middle at the bottom yeah. is a share button so you can share your stuff straight to social media sort of like you can with PlayStation controllers which I think is, is which is cool. kind of what they had or have on the Xbox One um, they had that share function but it just goes into their own social feed thing and it's oh, just the like, mixer stuff yeah yeah which is shit this, yeah, this will be like our PlayStation is you push the share button and it's like, do you want to post it to your Facebook? Yes, done. Yeah. So oh, I, I assume it'll be like that. It so. should be because it just was a bit clunky for me in this generation. There, They tried to try and merge the two worlds, which I appreciate, but mm. they didn't do it justice. Oh, well, at least they it's not a touch screen on the top of your PlayStation controller that, you know, you well, swipe and hold sideways. And Speaking of the PlayStation speaking controller... Of. Uh, they released a new controller, a customizable back button attachment on the PlayStation 4 controller, um, and many are speculating it's a precursor to the PS5 controller. And PS5, It's like a $150 expansion or like, like attachment or something like that, I think. For, for a couple of extra buttons that you may or may not need, waste of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money for nothing. Yeah. Um, With an OLED yeah, it's got Which a, you it, can't see because it's sitting on the back of your <laughs> controller. Yeah, that doesn't make... I, yeah, I, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! I will say that will come in handy and, like, it's, it's the same thing with the Elite controllers. Like, when you're playing Rainbow Six and you use one of the, the, the paddles on the back to sort of lean around a corner rather than, like, taking your hand off the... Like, focusing your thumbs to do something else. You're just touching a button or shifting gears or something. Fine, but I'm like... Don't just release it as an attachment. Just keep it on the back burner, and then when yeah. the new console comes out, it's like, this is our new controller. Like, done. Oh, yeah. ah, I'm not going to spend $150 on an attachment for a PlayStation 4 controller well, when as soon as the 5 comes out, my 4 is going out a window. Yeah, well, exactly. let's also consider, you've got $100 for a PlayStation 4 controller, roughly, yeah. Yeah. plus a $150 attachment, or you could just go get an Xbox Series 2 Elite for the same amount of money. Yeah, yep. true. And my Series 2 Elite, fucking, I got one of those over the... My wife got it for me for Christmas. You can charge the controller in this fucking case. So when I'm done playing it, I literally put the controller in the case that charges the controller. That's fantastic. That's where all the Bluetooth headphones and stuff are doing yeah, now. Yeah, so it's, it's like docking ca- things. Case, yeah. yeah. So if I come over to your place, I can literally just take my controller with me and then if it's, it's charging as I'm taking it to your house. Yeah, it's a great idea. Innovation. Yeah. yeah. Innovation that, that excites. What's <laughs> <laughs> that off? I don't know. It's an ad for something. Yep. I feel like it's, it's to do with cars. Yeah, I think it could be right. I think Renault, it, maybe innovation that it, I don't know. Uh, it is one of the. Like it's it's one car. of the brands. 
Phil let us know. <laughs> no, no, Ray will. Ray will. Phil just listens to your voice. Sexy, sexy voice. Somebody has to. Yes. Hello. Anyways, this uh, show is brought to you by a special person, a special soul. Some say that if he, if he eats a sensu bean, he'll get three extra Funkos in his store. While others say, I should have Googled things that Jeremy Clarkson says on previous episodes of Top Gear. All we know is he's called <laughs> Michael from Culture Shock Collectibles. Yes. He sells Funko Pops. He sells Hot Toys. He sells all... This is my smug store. Your what? Smug store. This, oh, your smug store. <laughs> this is my smug face. Um, he sells Funko Pops. He sells Hot Toys. He sells action figures. He sells anything collectible you can think of. Some Transformer toys. He's got the new genera- He gets the generation stuffs in stock. He's got Ooh. everything you could want in a collectible store and more. You can find him at CultureShockCollectibles.com in the link below. Or, of course, on Facebook and Instagram. He's very loud on Instagram. That's good. Yeah, he puts lo- like all this Power Ranger stuff arrived like it arrived to the he warehouse. He loves his Power Rangers. He loves Power Rangers. He literally got the box my from Hasbro saying Power Rangers, and he just did a video of him unboxing, going, "Oh my god!" Like there's Power Rangers are coming back. There's Power Rangers Ninja Turtle crossovers now, and Shredder that is makes now. Makes sense. They were big at the same time. Shredder is now a Power Ranger in the comic books. He is what? the green Power Ranger, I believe, well, that makes and he sense. has like a. A shredded Power Ranger-esque helmet. Like, he's got the visor and the thing and... Well, the green Power Ranger was the evil Power Ranger, so that makes sense. There you go. Yeah. Like, because the green coin, the green power coin was made by Rita. Which is why when Tommy first got it, he was initially bad. He you was remember like, Tommy? I you. All I remember is Ivan Ooze and them dance, uh, uh, skydiving, Mr. Ooze. <laughs> sk- skydiving out of a plane listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then the rollerblades out of nowhere. Yeah, they were great, man. <laughs> That's, we got to get back and watch that film. I love Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. All that martial arts went straight to my cock. <laughs> yeah. Throwing clue. <laughs> yeah, so you can find them at cultureshockcollectibles.com <laughs> in the description below Smooth or on there. the social medias we'll tag them below. But uh, Ryan and I have been playing something. We've been having a bit of fun this week. You have. Of course, Ryan and I have been playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the latest... Sequel gr- to Dragon Ball Y. Yes. <laughs> uh, it is the uh, the latest release from uh, Bandai Namco, and it is, of course, a Dragon Ball game, and probably comes out a year after release of Jump Force. Everyone remember Jump Force from last year? Everyone remembers Jump I kind of wish Jump I didn't. Force. It was sort of... It was fun, but Dragon Ball characters looked weird in that game. It was a fun romp. It, no, the it, Dragon Ball characters looked really weird, man. I saw, yeah. Jump Force was fun for the whole five minutes until you realise everything is rinse and repeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's a that's bit a like game. what those Dragon Ball Z games have been in the past. I mean, it has been a while since I properly played one. I've played it here and there. But yep. the last games of Dragon Ball Z that I actually played properly were like back in Budokai. the Game Boy Color days. Oh, like. you played the Legend, of, the Legend of Goku. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> it's Damn. a long time ago. Retro Apparently, Dragon the Legend Ball of games. Goku is, is considered as like one of the best Dragon Ball games of all time. And it was a Game Boy only game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it went up to the Cell Saga as well. I kind of want to see a ROM of that hanging around. I'd get that. Well, this yeah. this game is in la- uh, I wouldn't say really layman's terms, but it's sort of a a, a homage, if you will, to that Homus. homage, homage uh, to that Homage-y. to that <laughs> to that game because, of course, it's a open world RPG where it's not necessarily open world, but it's Sand giant sandbox open world. Like if yeah. every if everything was connected, it'd take you forever to fly from Goku's house to Capsule Corp. It'd take you like twenty minutes of like flying as fast as you can. Now you can just like go to a new somewhere and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um it starts like the game starts with Gohan lost in the woods and Goku looking for him and stuff like that. And then it turns into you fishing and you flying around on the flying nimbus and having a bit of fun. And then it goes straight into like, okay, you and Gohan 
fly to Kami House to introduce Gohan to Krillin and Master Roshi and stuff like that, and then Raditz rocks up. Like, you get everything from the TV, basically everything from the TV show. And it's, 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 I wouldn't say similar to The Witcher, but you know how in The Witcher, when you're, when you're fighting some form of boss or you know something's coming up, like go hunt a werewolf, you have to research how to fight the yeah. werewolf? Yeah, you have to know what you're doing. Yeah. It's similar-esque in that regards for Dragon Ball, like, okay, cool, I'm going to go fight Freezer. I know that's Freezer, and I know, like, you can remember in the show, Goku beat him, but he still struggled a fair bit. It's like, cool, I'm going to go buff my stats by eating a heap of food, by buying a heap of stuff I can use during the fight and changing my skill sets and stuff to sort of go against Freezer's weaknesses and stuff like that. Uh, so it's it's a fuckload of fighting. The entire game is just fighting, and but it's got those little side sort of RPG elements to it. Yeah. But it's similar-esque in regards to Witcher and Skyrim of doing your research and buffing yourself before you go in and stuff like that. Yeah, which I think a good RPG should have at least elements of that. Yeah. So it's not just kind of, like you were saying before, a bit of rinse and repeat where you're just kind of running into a battle and punching a lot and then leaving. Yeah. 100%. Look, first and foremost, I want to compliment the designers for the color gamut they used for oh, this game. Because yeah. I'm playing this on an Xbox One X in 4K, and oh my God, it is blowing you my both are. mind. Yes, we are. My God, um, you have money. <laughs> jealous. Um, no, no, look. It's, it's, it's beautiful to look at aesthetically. The colors that hit you, some of the, especially when they're doing their key energy-based attacks, yeah. it's, it's surreal. It's beautiful to look at. Um, I took some screenshots on my Xbox of some pivotal moments where the colors are just really popping. Um, and just, wow, they blow me away. Um, I really like how you go into King Kai's area and the pinks and reds that make up the sky and as they transition to that soft yellow to the clouds. Yeah. Like, Every little bit of color is—it just boggles the mind. It's—it's it's beautiful looking. Pretty and smexy. It's, it's hmm. great to look at. Yeah. Um, Controller-wise, it threw me off a little bit. Um, I was expecting to go in with a similar feel to that of the Xenoverse series. Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. And um, I was like, oh yeah, you know, we should be fairly composed and ready and, and quick yeah, to well, tackle this game. Yeah, you mentioned this in your review as well, Diddy. Yeah, you yeah. The, the controls for Xenoverse would have translated near perfectly over to this game, and. The button layout, which you can't change, broke me a little bit. It did, it did. What I, what I really like, though, I mean, we all think Dragon Ball and think Kakarot or Goku. We yeah. all remember him as this. He doesn't get beaten. He, he's the guy. Except that for the times where he dies. <laughs> You're right. But, you know, we think yeah. of it overall as Goku's this powerhouse. Well, yeah, he's and the Superman. If you turn back and you look at Dragon Ball, it wasn't always the case. Like, the struggle that the character Goku went through in the original Raditz fight, like, you forget that. Yeah. And then you come to that fight in the game, like, oh, yeah, I'm Goku, I got this. And then you remember how hard it was for him, and then you were experiencing that in the gameplay. Like, I don't know about you, Duty, but Raditz when is I actually, got like, to Raditz, Raditz... is, like, the first real boss of the yeah. game. He kicked my ass, oh, like, yeah. three times. I, I actually had to stop and really compose myself and go, well, hang on, right, what am I, doing? I don't have any of these abilities that come in later on. Yeah. I'm at stage one. Yeah, and so it becomes a little bit tactful for a for a fighter, where you really have to time the opponent's attacks to ensure that you can get out of the way, maintain your health, and then go get them back wow. to yeah. ensure you can progress. Yeah, which I thought was really clever and doesn't really happen in many fighting games nowadays. You don't have to have that much thought to it. You don't get it in like Mortal Kombat or Injustice. That's no, just button just mash and block. Blah, blah, blah. It's, and it's not necessarily sort of. I can I can see where Ian's trepidation for this game might be in regards to like it seems like it could be too. Too much like a simulator, or it might be like it's too like not too smart, but it's like it's too much for me just to be able to pick up and play. Yeah, and like you can tell when someone's going to use an attack because like you get warnings and stuff like that to dodge or do there's this. Tells. Yeah, there's like 
after after your first fight with Raditz, then when you fight Napper and stuff, it's like this red beam that's lo- like following you around. It's like he's going to shoot at you he's when he's looking when at he's you. about to shoot it. Move out of the way and you'll dodge it completely. But if you keep moving while he's looking at you, he'll keep following you. Or like if he glows red, he's about to do a massive attack. Does the block. game tell you these things, or do you just the first know time them you because... the first time you fight like character like when you play as Piccolo and fight Raditz for the first time when they're just they're fucking around in the middle of nowhere. It gives you those pop-ups of how to do this and how yeah. to do that, but then after a while, it stops telling you things. So, like, it, it pops up once with your fight with Vegeta when he's going to do his, like, super Gallic gun. He charges up and the whole screen goes purple, and then you just have this red beam going towards you, and it comes up once on the screen saying, if you damage him enough before he fires his attack, it cancels the attack out. So it's like, okay, you can just keep dodging and trying to move it when he shoots it, or you can hit him with something yourself. So it's it actually, like, knocks him back and cancels Make the sure out. you have the key to hammer him hard, because if you don't... Prepare for the pain train. It's yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. One of our, uh, I was watching a, a mate of mine. He did the uh, the God of War Kratos cosplay at yep. Supernova that we went to last year. He was live streaming him fighting Vegeta, and he's like, "Why am I getting the shit kicked out of me?" He's insane. I'm like, Vegeta doesn't let you get back up. When you hit Once the ground, down, Vegeta just keeps hitting you when you're on the uh, ground. He right? is ruthless as a character. And for the record, dude, I know you're a massive Vegeta fan. Oh, Vegeta's the we bomb, know yeah. I'm a massive Goku fan, and I want to go on the record and say, if Goku did not have the Kaioken multiplier, he was not on par with Vegeta during that fight. Oh, the no. Kaioken multiplier... And he times it by four at the last <laughs> second as well, which, which was the him. only way he pushed him away. So the argument then stands that Vegeta was either at least twice the power of energy, of key strength to Goku at that point in time. Yeah, probably. But that's a, that's the whole story of Goku, though. It's, it's, it's fighting people. It's rivalry that pushes them to pushes that his limit. point. Yeah. yeah. And throughout the whole series, as much as I remember it, it uh, is their rivalry that keeps them able to beat these. It, it's it's who Goku come out of going up the next level via via some form of progression, and then Vegeta getting that progression on his own merit. Yeah. I sort of like that competition between I the th- two. I of think them. the line that Goku uses, and I believe it's while he's training Gohan to go Super Saiyan, is that power comes in response to a need, not a desire. And I think that's the trait behind Goku versus Vegeta. Yeah. Is that when Goku's fighting, he's fighting for everything, not just himself. When Vegeta fights, majority of the time, not all the time, because we do know he does it for others at the same time. Yeah. Majority of his training, he's focusing on him. him. Whereas Goku goes, if I don't do this now, everyone is screwed. And that's the difference. There is a there is a point as well sidetracking on uh, I don't know if you saw the Battle of the Gods Dragon Ball movie like this Such God Beerus yep. slaps Bomber and then Vegeta sees it and he, he mentally snaps his eyes go white and stuff and at the end of the movie Goku just goes Vegeta you got stronger than I did when he hit Bomber all we need to know if some bad guy's got to come kill us is slap Bomber <laughs> slap Bomber we're good <laughs> it's so good and then the typical Vegeta you bastard. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm absolutely loving this game. I do have, like Ryan said as well, like, uh, and probably people have seen in the video review, the controls are a bit ridiculous. It's B to melee, it's X to do like a small key ball, and it's Y to, to charge your, yourself up. Um, where I feel like make X melee, like I smash X from playing Xenoverse because I played yep. a shitload of that on Switch and Xbox. Like, translate the controls over, or at least let me change them around. And yeah. f- if you want to f- like start flying, it's double tap A. And then if you hold A, you'd think you'd fly up. No, holding A stops flying and you drop. So, or left yeah, bumper if you want to do a hard push off the ground to go really high. It's, it's really weird. Oh, sorry, right bumper. My apologies. Yeah, it, it's it's really weird. Like, but the attention to detail they put in this game is fantastic because if you're flying around, it's like cool. I want to like drop down there and grab that in the lake. When you stop flying, it makes a yeah that noise that makes it when they when they fall. And when you sprint when you're on the ground, it makes a 
when they're running around. <laughs> and when you jump, it goes... Bwah! It's Jeez. so cool, man. It like, has the weirdest sound effects, that series. It's, it's oh, look, any anime has weird sound yeah. effects. Yeah. Let's be honest. What's Master Roshi's noise again? He's <laughs> <laughs> um, his nosebleed. <laughs> yeah, the nosebleeds. <laughs> it's, it's a fan... It's, the attention to detail is fantastic. Even when you're just roaming around doing whatever, you don't have to be doing a fight. You could just be picking apples from trees and stuff. But it's got that, like, the background music from the previously on Dragon Ball. Say, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah. It's so much fun. It's it's literally you're almost playing through the Dragon Ball Z series episode for episode, but without yeah. some of the shitty filler stuff that the which original series had, which I'm really, really happy with. Um, a couple of inconsistencies I found with the game, though, that they're not deal breakers by any means. <laughs> But when you encounter a opponent in the wild, it, it instance it, the game instances itself into a battle mode, and that's okay. But sometimes that's really smooth, and you think, "Oh, this is beautiful. It's a smooth transition." Yeah. We fight other times. When you find randoms in the wildlife, it, it literally freezes just and bang. It gets really clunky and blocky, and then it gets smooth again. And that, while it's not a deal breaker, it is slightly annoying to encounter yeah. when you're out in the Takes wild. Takes you out of the game a bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another thing I found recently was floating mountains. Now I suspect that because. In an open world environment, most of the um, the terrain is actually detonatable. You can push people through uh, it and blow it up, yeah. just like you do in the anime series. And I think that's just an issue of overlap encoding where it's come yeah. up higher than what it should have. And that could just be purely due to loading. Um, one other thing I did notice about, as Duty was saying earlier, with the, the, the multi-large sandbox area, to me it feels like Zone of Enders back on PlayStation 2 days, where it was Fuck. one big city, but the city was sectioned off. And you couldn't get from one section to another without going up to a, a higher view and then bouncing in from that way. That's what that feels like. Okay, yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's not exactly smooth. It's but not yeah. a deal breaker, yeah. but but there are little things where you kind of go, I kind of wish it what had that almost Grand Theft Auto Five feel where it was one massive mega map yeah. and I could fly. The the, the 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 heist like when you're flying as well, if you click the thumbstick, you can go into that burst mode and you've got that like white outline yeah. around you and you fly really fast. It's fast, but it doesn't feel that fast. Like I feel like if it's a life or death situation on the other side of the map, it's like, cool, Goku's going to get there pretty fucking fast. Where, like, you fly and it's like, and you go and you burst. I'm like, no, nah, I feel like for the situation that the character of Goku is in now in regards to Gohan might die from Freezer, you'd be going a lot faster than this. Um, oh, he'd be hauling ass, yeah. man. You can, I, I will say that the thing that really, like, I was like, fuck yes, was the start of the game, Goku can't fly. So anytime you want to go somewhere, you Nimbus. have to call the flying Nimbus. And Nimbus can't go as fast as you flying at full speed, but Nimbus can dash and move and do all this sort of stuff. Um, and apparently, there's there's you can drive cars, you can drive planes. Like there's different vehicles you can actually use throughout the game. Well, that makes sense as well because <coughs> if, if you recall from the series, there were a couple episodes there where Goku and Piccolo go for their driver's license. Ah, uh, it's the best yeah. episode ever. <laughs> and then they get denied their license. Well, if I could fly, I wouldn't want a driver's license. <laughs> yeah, but you're not married to Chi Chi. <laughs> where did you get those clothes, Piccolo? They look so insane. From your wife. <laughs> it's just the best. And bird he's just stone ever. cold, just he's, angry yeah, as hell. Arms crossed, and he's just. Oh, go back and watch that episode. It's so fucking good, man. It's the best episode ever. But as a game, I'm I'm loving the game as itself. I mean, it's it's taking me back to the universe of Dragon Ball Z, um, and it's it's making me remember what I enjoyed so much about this TV series, mm. and it's putting it in the palm of my hand and letting me manipulate it and live it. And for me, I, mean, I love this game. Yeah, there's a couple hiccups here and there, but I, I suspect that they can be fixed in patches should they so choose the developers. Apparently there's going to be a season pass at some point as well. There's, there's, there's rumours of that. That would make me really happy. Yeah. Where does this game end? It ends at the uh, the start of the Oob journey. So Oob is the reincarnation of Boo. Well, 
Uh, is that no the longer kid. part of it? Because that was GT when we hit Oob. And then Super's taken oh, over. Oh, yes. GT no longer exists. Yeah, well, it's so, no longer part so, of yeah, it. So, yeah, it'd be at the end of the, the Kid Boo. So, okay. So, yeah. once Boo is actually... Well, Evil Boo, sorry. Evil Kid Boo, once he's actually dead, that's where this game will stop. Okay. But you can go back and repeat sagas and missions and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, one of the things I noticed as well is, of course, the game Dragon Ball. You can collect the Dragon Balls. You can, you know, ask for a wish. And you can ask to fight people again. So, like, I want to fight the Ginyu Force again, right? And you think you just go back and repeat the level of Namek. But the dragon actually brings the Ginyu Force back to life and puts them on Earth. No. So when you go and find them, they're like, what are we doing here? We died. We were on Namek. What planet are we on now? That's like, clever. Like, they have no idea whether they actually put that dialogue in. Like, they've been resurrected. That's that is very cool. clever. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. And when you, of course, when you wish back the Ginyu Force, Captain Ginyu's not there. So you get Raccoon and Birda and Jace and all that sort of stuff. But Ginyu isn't there because Ginyu's a frog. And he's on Earth somewhere. That makes yeah. me so happy. That's great. Yeah, it's fun. What I, what I am going to mention on the fight mechanics as well is um, the, the tension bar. Oh, yep. That's magnificent. Now, in early days in, in Dragon Ball, when Goku gets into a pinch and, you know, he, he, he gets that fight or flight kind of response and you see him literally go and charge up and he gets that little blue aura, which indicating, yeah, he's someone's off, gone yeah. down about to go get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually activate that. So, That's like, yeah, if you get beaten the shit out of, like, you know how, like, He'll charge up, he'll, get, he'll scream and get angry, and then like, you know, yeah. the rubble will explode and around him. You, you can actually do that. movie sequence about yeah. it. It's, it's pretty just good. And you're like, ah, game on, bitch. Yeah, fuck yeah. Come at me, CPU. Um, what I also really was a big fan of was the ability to sync the tension bar with your CPU support to give a three-way attack sequence, yeah. which consists of multiple melee barrage combos with a joined key attack at the end. So like, you do like, a, like if you got Vegeta with you and Piccolo, like you do yeah. a Kamehameha, he'll do his Gallic gun and special beam cannon. It'll go into like one giant beam. And yeah, just, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's it brings everything that I know and love about Dragon Ball and kind of those sequences where you go, oh, that episode of Dragon Ball was really good. What if they did this? Yeah, and you there, go, that would have been so cool. That kind of brings that to life, and you kind of go, it, oh. it, it, it gives you that <laughs> what if, but it doesn't break the. The sort of the continuity in regards to the, the show, story. the episodes and yeah. stuff like that. It's just like, oh, well, you just lined up all your attacks in a fight. That's fine. But the fight's still going to end with Piccolo getting the shit kicked. It ends the same way. Yeah. yeah. I will say as well, my last negative is uh, clothes don't get damaged while you play the game. Um, so you'll literally, I'll finish a fight with near no health and he'll look pristine. Then immediately, like you can see if you watch the video review, I finished the fight with Vegeta. The cutscene starts and I don't have a shirt. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, Jump Force did that, where it's like, if I was on the wrong end I'm of an attack... I'm just imagining a little cutscene in between those things, <laughs> or just Richard Sheriff gets, did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that, that's my only real negative with the game, was the, the cosmetic damage, because Jump Force did that pretty well. Yeah. But um, review-wise, I'm giving this, uh, if you haven't seen it, 4 out of 5. Absolutely love the game. There, there are if you small... haven't seen it, 4 out of 5. Uh, the video review. Oh, right. yeah. The video Sorry, review. Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes sense. It's a, it's a 4 out of 5. Uh, it's got small nitpicks I had with it that sort of grew into one sort of overarching issue I had with it with the small putting together but I still absolutely love this game I'm going to be playing this game for ages I still pl I played Xenoverse 2 for like 3 years I'll be playing this for a long I'm time I'm still playing Xenoverse 2 <laughs> yeah, it's a fantastic it's a solid score yeah look Ryan again I'm going to agree with Duty on this one 100% 4 out of 5 yes there are some issues with the game but by no means do these hinder your experience of the game yeah. they can be overlooked um, and I can guarantee if you're a fan of Dragon Ball, you are going to thoroughly enjoy this game. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. What do you guys review it for people who haven't seen Dragon Ball? Which is very difficult for you guys because you've we seen it. We are hardcore biased yes, on this one. Yes, exactly. That's going to be pretty hard. I, I, I will sort of 
for someone who knows absolutely nothing of Dragon Ball, the game's not necessarily good in regards... It, it literally info dumps you on how to play. It literally drops this sort of control schematic in front of you. Like, these are the buttons. Hit A to continue. It's like, cool, you remember me? You expect me to remember all this in one go. I'd say... I'd say still probably 3.54. It's like... It's it's good game. It's like every game, cool, though. Like, yeah. you have to... You, you can't just pick it up and expect to know all the buttons right away. You need to sort of muscle memory and remember yeah, some things. invest yeah. in the game. Yeah. It's yeah. like The Witcher. I, I was playing The Witcher over the break, and I'm like, how the fuck do I dodge? How do I <laughs> quit my igni? I don't remember this shit. It's, it's one of those sort of things. Yeah. Oh, look, for, for someone who had never, ever played or experienced Dragon Ball, if, you, if you're here for a story, it is going to deliver the core ethos of it's the a Dragon long Ball game Z as well. story, yeah. and you are going to get a lot of game time out of this. Um, again, I agree, I, I give it a four, because um, there are some bits and pieces here, story speaking, that you might kind of go, oh, I kind of do, kind of don't get that, especially with the game offering a lot of cameos back to the original Dragon Ball and bringing up some of the previous characters from the original series. They're not going to sink in and they're not going to understand that. Yeah. Um, but that's okay because it's not crucial to the overall story that is being delivered to you while yeah. you play through the game. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Solid scores. Yeah, pretty happy with that. Good game. Well, uh, I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Ryan, is there anything you want to drop, plug, anything like that before we wrap up? No, look, I just want to, again, thank you guys for having me on the show and taking the time to sit down and have a chat with me and be involved. Well, uh, I believe uh, there'll there'll probably be something coming out at some point this year where we'll have you back on again. Fuzzy has questions for you, which I will leave for Fuzzy to ask you. 100%. um, Which will will be a bit of fun. And, of course, we can find you on the beautiful podcast, Shake and Not Nerd, which is on the exact same feed you're listening to this now. You've probably already listened to it. You probably already (laughs) did. Um, uh, If you haven't, I don't know what you're doing here. (laughs) Listen to me. Listen <laughs> <laughs> me. And uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Shaken.noob. I am... I can't even remember my catchphrase. Shit, it's been wow, a while. Wow, it's been too long. It's been wow. too long. Oh, Bold I'm beautiful. No. Oh, okay. This is Judy reminding you to play with each other and play with yourself. Will do. i got to go now then. <laughs> oh, God. Call me Master Roshi. <laughs> oh, God.